0: Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood, or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave Hot Mess Mom and Pinterest Perfect Mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a Practically Joyful Mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hey friends, I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Thanks for joining me today, for being here in this space, and this time together for Pressing Play. I hope that this episode is encouraging and really just helps you today right where you're at. Before we jump in, I just want to go back over our verse of the month which is Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose and I know we've talked about this on probably all the other episodes but I think it's easy for us to feel tempted to think that he works for the our good means that you know, well, this circumstance that we didn't think was great made this other one better, and and sometimes that's how it is. He's working for good circumstances, but I think also often he's working on our character. He's working all the things that happen in our lives for our growth, for our maturity, for our good in other ways. So with kind of all that in mind, I want to jump into this week's episode I don't know how old your kids are, and so maybe you're diving back into the school year like we are, maybe not. Here we've definitely been at my house really working on some consistency things, and we've talked about this in recent episodes getting back into school routines, getting back into really any kind of consistency because summer was just a crazy time. There was just a lot going on, and we weren't doing anything consistently, so we're getting back into that. feel like we're making some good progress adjusting. It's not perfect, but we're making progress. And now kind of a new thing we're hitting is just some big emotions with adjusting to school schedules. You know, my older son is now back in school. He was home for the summer and getting used to all that's hard. My younger son has been used to having his big brother around and now he doesn't. And there's just been a lot of adjustment. And I'm sure you can relate to that, whether you're starting the school year or you've just had other times of adjustment. And we had recently an issue where my older son was upset, got mad at his little brother. Little brother was bugging him and he got mad and Pushed or hit, or I don't remember, did something that was not okay to his little brother. And so we had to take some time and everybody calmed down. And then later we were talking about this issue, my older son and I. And, you know, he really wanted to, as we all do, blame it on someone else. Well, if he hadn't been bugging me, I wouldn't have done that. Or if this thing hadn't happened, then I wouldn't have done that. And So we really came to this point of talking about, well, why did that happen? Why did you hit or hurt him? Is it because of the circumstance, because of what was happening, or is it because of what's going on in your own heart? And so we talked about this. Don't remember where I first heard this, but I've heard it a few different places since then. This idea of if you're carrying a bowl of milk for some reason carrying a bowl of milk around and someone bumps into you and milk spills all over the floor. So sorry if that gives you anxiety. It kind of makes me feel like Ugh, so much to clean up. So if you're carrying a bowl of milk, someone bumps into you, milk spills everywhere. Why did milk spill everywhere? Well, we could say, okay, it's because someone bumped into me. We could also say, well, it's because the bowl was full of milk. What if we just had water in the bowl? Bowl full of water, for some reason, again, we're carrying it around. Someone bumps into you, it spills everywhere. Now it's water. That makes me feel a little less like, uh, about all the cleanup, right? It's just water, it'll dry, versus that bowl of milk. So hopefully that illustration makes sense. But it's this idea that when our bowl gets sloshed, the bowl of our heart, our self, when it gets sloshed, what comes out reflects what's in there. And so talking through this with my seven-year-old, he was like, oh yeah, like that's the sin in my heart that's coming out. When I get mad because he's messing with me and I just hit him, that's because that's what's in my heart is that impatience or entitlement or whatever, whatever thing it is inside of there. And this, of course, then got me thinking about, huh, I guess this doesn't only apply to our kids, but it also applies to us. And there's a verse that I love that maybe you're familiar with, uh, Luke 6.45, that says, For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So if your heart is full of love, that's what's going to bubble to the surface. If your heart is full of anger, that's what's going to bubble to the surface. I think in our words and also in our actions, so this was convicting as many things in parenting when we talk to our kids about their issues we realize oh oh I have an issue there too and so I just wanted to take today's episode and kind of talk about this like when your kids are driving you crazy when someone else is bugging you what comes out of you because what comes out of us reflects what's inside of us and I don't say that to create guilt or make you just feel bad about it this is I'm talking to myself here as well so this is more meant to be like a, a healthy time of reflection if whenever your bowl gets sloshed the milk of anger and frustration and annoyance is what's coming out of you that might be a signal to look at what's in your heart why is the milk coming out because there's milk in our hearts so That's kind of our big perspective shift here is looking at what's in our hearts because that's what's coming out. And when you notice, oh, I don't really like the way that I'm responding in my attitude or in my words to other people when my bowl is getting sloshed. That's probably an indication to look a little bit deeper. So practically, what does this look like? I think there's two really good things that we can do just pretty straightforward simple practical simple but maybe not easy practical applications and the first is to examine what's in your heart like for a couple of days just pay attention like what's coming out of me when I am being sloshed well when I'm being that sounded weird when I'm being like irritated or annoyed or when something doesn't go the way I want or someone's bugging me, what's coming out? And I think also praying and just asking God, like, can you show me patterns that are coming out? And then the really cool thing is that, you know, that whole list of fruits of the Spirit in Galatians. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. They're not things we just have to muster up and try harder. They're fruit of the Spirit. The Spirit living in us produces that fruit. And so I think if you're noticing, wow, I am really full of anger or full of impatience or full of whatever, praying and asking God, saying, will you help me grow in this area? Will you help me To grow more patient or more gentle with my words or kind with my actions or whatever that looks like. So I think that's one practical application. And then I think the other is to examine what you're putting into your heart. So our first was examine what's already in there. And now examine what you're putting into your heart. What is the input in your life? What do you spend your time reading or listening to or talking about? Is it, you know, getting together with friends and just complaining about husbands and kids and dishes and whatever? Is it just your own negative complaining thoughts in your head? Is it spending time with other people or online and just getting stuck in these comparison loops where you're constantly thinking, why can't I have that? Why don't I have this? what's going into your heart because what goes in through your eyes, through your ears, that's what's going into your heart and I know we've talked about this on a previous episode but in our brains there really are like these little highways. Every time you have a thought it traces this physical pathway and as you follow those same pathways over and over and over that pathway gets deeper deeper and easier for us to just kind of jump on autopilot and have those same thoughts over and over. So if you're stuck in comparison and complaining and negative thoughts, because that's what your input is, you're going to have to do something to get off that autopilot. You can't just keep putting in the same input and expect for it to change. There's a quote that I tried to look up who said it and I saw it attributed to various people, so I'm going to say someone said it, but I don't know who said it first, If nothing changes, then nothing changes. So if you don't change what you're putting in to your heart, to your brain, then nothing will change about what's coming out. When your bowl gets sloshed, milk's going to keep coming out if you keep pouring milk in. If you change what you're putting in, and also going back to that first practical step, praying and asking God for help, what comes out... Is probably going to change as well so what do you want to be putting in to your heart I think is a really good question to ask ourselves what are the things that I want to be putting in so that when my bowl gets sloshed good things are coming out maybe for you it looks like listening to the audio an audio bible like the YouVersion app or wherever maybe it looks like listening to positive podcasts or, you know, inspirational things that aren't just about complaining or negativity. Um, encouraging music. This is one thing that I've kind of been getting into lately with my kids. We've found some really good, a couple of different albums that basically just takes a scripture verse, a Bible verse, and puts it to music. And they're, you know, designed to be kid songs, but I honestly turn them on for myself by myself sometimes when kids are in bed and I'm washing dishes or they're outside playing and I'm doing something inside. I will turn these on for myself because then what's in my head, what's in my brain, what is like stuck in my head is a Bible verse is, you know, call to me and I will answer or you know, don't be anxious about anything. That's what's stuck in my head. So That's another good idea. The couple of albums that I was mentioning there's Honey for the Heart and then also Seeds Family Worship, and they actually have like a few different albums. So, one that's like about purpose, one that's about courage, all these different things. So, that's another way to be putting good things in. Thinking about our thought patterns, another idea, and I know we've talked about this before as well, is like bringing it always back to gratitude. So starting your day with thanking God for things big and small, or ending your day that way, or having it you know, beginning, middle end, whatever you need to do. And then I think one last thing here is reframing the difficult moments in our mind. Like if we think back to our verse of this month, Romans 8:28 about all of the things that are happening, God can use them for good in our life. So when your day doesn't go the way you think and you end up spending hours and hours at urgent care with a kid who broke their arm instead of just getting angry and frustrated and grumpy at everyone around you, you can think, okay, how how is God using this potentially in my life? We don't always know, but to say, well, maybe it's to grow my patience because this is taking forever. So okay, this is an opportunity to grow in patience or this is an opportunity to grow in compassion or whatever it might be, reframing those difficult moments and instead of just feeling sorry for ourselves and grumpy to say, okay, how might God be using this to grow my character, to grow my maturity? So that's it. Those are some practical steps we can take to really apply this idea of what's in our hearts is what's going to come out when the going gets rough. And so what can we do to change what's in our hearts? And again, it really just comes back to praying and asking God for help and we need to be aware of what we're putting in because what we're putting in is what we're going to get out. I hope this episode has been helpful and given you some good food for thought, some good ideas that you can apply to your own life if you've enjoyed this episode would you just take a minute share it with a friend just let them know where they can find the podcast to hear this episode and more content like it and our new thing we're kind of doing is like an email question per episode I would love to hear from all of you If you have a second to just, when you end this episode, drop me a quick message, send me a quick email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com and could you just let me know what's your favorite way to put good things in, in light of today's conversation? What is your favorite way to be looking for good input that you can be putting in so that when your bowl gets sloshed, the good things are what comes out. I would love to hear from all of you on that or email me about anything if that's not what you want to email me about. I would love to hear from you. I hope you're having a wonderful day and we'll talk again soon.